When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I think that the battles at the moment are um, getting on the oars, staying on the oars, <laughs> and um, getting back on the oars. Day one, <sighs> tough going. I think the minute you stand still is the minute you're dead. Day two, um, 48 hours done now. Uh, three full days down, 72 hours in. Four full days in. Doesn't matter, just keep driving forward. Day five, uh, our five days done. Maybe it's been bred into me, but I've always had a, a curiosity to, to explore the world. Day 56, eight weeks done and dusted. Mood is good, spirits are high. Day 43, done and dusted. Day 32, done and dusted. Anything and everything is, is achievable. Yeah, this is going to be fucking epic, man. This is only 24 hours in and, um, yeah, it's tough. My name is Damien Brown and welcome to Deep Roots. And welcome back to episode 11 in the story of my 3,000 mile solo and unsupported row across the Atlantic Ocean. Why do I challenge myself? That is a pretty simple question with a vast answer. Answers might be a better description because I feel it's almost impossible to encapsulate the many different tangents or choices of answer into one. One of those corners of the answer I want to talk about today is that challenge what it does and what it gives me is at its best points this stripped back experience of myself so what I mean by that is when I get to the kind of latter end of the journey to my edge in a challenge, be that an intense challenge or an endurance challenge, throws up lots of kind of insights and um, clarity. But right at the tipping point where, you know, the meaning and the purpose behind what you're doing pushes you past your edges and it just exposes you and all your... I want to say strengths and weaknesses, but that doesn't really do the answer justice. It just exposes you to you in a really, really, really clear prism. Um, and it, it, it gets rid of all those layers of life that we have inbuilt or we have covered ourselves with or layered ourselves with for whatever reason, um, the 
to protect ourselves, you know, to uh, survive life and to get through it. But they can be detrimental to our experience of life. Uh, and when I um, see those parts of myself, that information is gold dust and that's what it is it's just information okay it can be fucking scary information or it can be very satisfying incredibly uh i want to say satisfying again doesn't do it justice but incredibly um proud nearly or contentful uh information the scary stuff is as valuable if not more valuable than the the really satisfying stuff if if your intention is pure and right you will find a way to use that information to better yourself and that's what challenge does what you do with that information is a choice it is within your power and as far as I can see about myself, I have three options. I can take the easy option. What first level thinking is throwing up in my mind. Ignore it. Don't even think about it. Let it go. Let it slide. Ignore, ignore, ignore. It's too scary. It's too deep. It's it's a can of worms. No, let not having it. Move on. Or I can accept it. I can go, okay. That's me. Not perfect. It's not aligned with the, the narrative of that's out there about what I should be. It doesn't align with um, life's pathway that is set out for me. It's, it's different and maybe I should change it. But no, I accept it. Or you can change it. You can do the really hard thing. You can say, you know, that I don't like that about myself. And I'm going to do something about it. And this awareness of the information is powerful. It empowers you. That's what I love about challenge. The power is back in my hands. I have discovered something that was hidden to my consciousness through an extreme experience. And now I have this information and I have a choice of what I do with it. Sometimes I take all three of those choices. If it's not something that's serving me and it has a negative effect on me in some way, I feel negatively about it. I feel deep down in my gut, my intuition. If you change that, Damien, you will feel better about yourself. And that path has one I have treaded. I've been up and down that path so many times because of challenge and inbuilt that habit where it's almost an addiction, an addiction uh, in the healthiest use of the word, because what, I, what I'm going after is that empowerment of myself, that information that gives me a choice and making the right choice to grow and develop myself, to push on and to continue to expand myself. And the ultimate reward is how that makes me feel. I, I, I literally feel good about myself when I go through that whole process. It gives me self-belief. It gives me self-confidence. It gives me self-respect because that is a hard fucking road. But this, that feeling is what gets me down that hard road time and again because it feels so fucking good. You do that enough times. You build this worth within yourself that that is so deep. It feels like nothing can touch you because you've You've been down that hard road and you realize everything is within your power. Your experience of life is all within you. And it's all about perceptions and decisions and actions. And that is so fucking powerful. The power's in your hands. 
that's why I love challenge that's why I search it out and I might as well have a little bit of fun and listen to that gut and that kind of internal compass when it tells me you know when I read a book about rowing the Atlantic in 2005 or 2006 by James Cracklin and Ben Fogel called The Crossing and I'm reading it I put it down and my gut is like that's for you you're you should do that that is for you and and you know I listen because I, I've built that relationship and I, I trust what my gut says to me. Um, and I might as well, like I said, have a bit of fun and, and rowing the Atlantic for me is a hell of a lot of fun. And that is my, that's, you know, as authentic as I can kind of convey one of the avenues of why I challenge myself. So anyway, the reason I went into that was because I feel like this next video from day 26 if you analyze it deeply you'll see a little bit of that so I'm just going to play it have a listen and afterwards I'll go into a couple of points that I bring up day 26 um Not too bad a day, to be honest. It started pretty shitty. I uh, couldn't muster myself to get out of bed. Um, I think that the battles at the moment are um, getting on the oars, staying on the oars, <laughs> and um, getting back on the oars. Uh, especially uh, first thing in the morning and this nighttime session now from kind of nine o'clock I want to go back out and do at least an hour uh, I'd like to do two hours but um, realistically I know uh, the chance of me staying out there for two hours are so slim because uh, there's no moon at the moment and it's um, it's pitch black so um, you know when you're when you're steering with the oars, you, you kind of need to be, you need to have kind of the corner of your eye on anyway, on where the whereabouts the oars going into the water, and uh, when you don't have that, it can be incredibly uh, annoying. So, the last two nights, um, I've been out there and I've literally lasted half an hour both times. Yesterday, a squall came in and I was like, "Yeah, I'm out here," <laughs> into the cabin, into the the beautiful safety of the cabin. Uh, the contrast between both worlds uh, is pretty um, pretty big. So you have, um, you know, when I'm inside in here and you're you're sealed off, and something like that hits the side of the boat. You just you feel so secure and safe, and uh, it's your little cocoon. Um, but when you're outside, then um, you're literally uh, one wave from being kind of, um, you know, knocked overboard or um, or thrown over or uh, slipping or, um, you know, you're always, always gripping something with all your might um, because you just don't know what way a wave is going to hit the boat or whatever. So, um, yeah, you're, you're constantly on edge. And then when you're on the oars, you're, you've such kind of... Uh, focus and concentration on uh, on everything you know like I've talked about before so um, yeah the difference between boats so when when I when I get into the cabin it's just like a switch and I mean I just my eyes just close right away and I'm I'm nearly asleep uh, within moments of crawling in uh, and then in the evenings you know when you, you finally get in uh, it's a great feeling to get off all the kind of wet clothes and uh, get yourself relatively dry and clean um, and then just crawl into bed and, and I've, I've had some epic sleeps since I've been out here uh, considering the boat's getting battered and making all sorts of noises um, which are um, accentuated inside um, you know I've been I've been really surprised on, on how well I've slept uh, so today I had a wash for the first time day 26 uh, got in the water uh, sorry I had a what would you call it a fresh water wash got in the water and um, uh, had a bit of a swim tried to take a few photos on this because uh, I have uh, a little uh, pouch for it uh, relatively unsuccessful but uh, and then got out and uh, 
Yeah, just um, you know, put a little bit of a dry wash into uh, into some fresh water and just cleaned uh, places that hadn't been cleaned in a long time. So um, and put on relatively uh, clean, um, well, clothes that I tried to clean a few days ago. So uh, yeah, it made me feel a little bit better. Uh, it was nice. Uh, the, the wash was nice though. Um, that might have been the highlight of the day again, getting in the water. I forgot to bring it, I forgot to put on the um, the mask, snorkel mask, so uh, it wasn't as, uh, and it was much choppier, to, it was much bigger waves today, so it was a little bit more sketchy in there, but uh, yeah, uh, it's always nice to hop in, and I'll be, like I said before, doing a lot more of that. Uh, what else went on? What else is there to talk about today? Still kind of battling with what went on yesterday uh, and trying to come up with like solutions or hacks or anything to stop that kind of stop days like that happening because they you know I'd be disgusted with myself really like that I, that um, you kind of get into those low places so um, you know I talked before about just you know hacks to stay on the oars uh, another one today I was just coming up with was um, you know, like some uh, affirmations or um, some uh, just little mantras that you say to yourself, you know. Um, and today was better. Today was a better day. Um, I didn't, didn't just, I didn't give a fuck, you know. I didn't give a fuck if I got uh, 20 miles, 30, 40 or whatever. Um, I still think about it. <laughs> I still think about it, which doesn't help, you know. You, you can't... I, I would love to be less outcome orientated, but it's just so hard when what you're doing is so monotonous. You know, there's no, there's no, it's not like a, a, a thousand meter row where it's incredibly intense. So you can focus on, um, you know, your position and your movement with this. It's just, you can do that. No problem. Do it after 10, 20, 30 strokes, maybe longer, but eventually you just wander back into oh yeah just thinking about like uh, how long it's going to take and how many miles you're going to do today so it's it's just yeah it's just a constant battle constant constant battle um and it's hard work it is hard work you know um but that all been said and done um in a pretty positive place you know if i get there in uh 59, 60, 64, 67 days, does it really matter at this stage, you know, um, I sure as hell I'm going to be breaking any records, that's for sure, so, um, the, yeah, the priority, like, or the only goal now is just to get there, you know, so, uh, we need the body to stand up, we need the mind, obviously, to be strong, and, uh, we need the boat, uh, to stand up, you know, so um, the boats take a lot of punishment and I'm sure it's going to take much more as well, you know, we're not even halfway, so uh, yeah, um, you know, if something's going around there, that'd be, that'd be a heartbreaker, but uh, anyway, it doesn't bear thinking about, does it? Um, so that's about it, we'll go out now again and give it, give it another lash uh, tonight for a little bit and get some, some rest. But uh, yeah, I'm nearly coming to the end of four weeks, believe it or not. So tomorrow is day 27. And uh, we'll talk to you then. All right, good night. Disgusted with myself. That's a strong line. Even now, listening back two years later, I am a little bit taken aback by it. In preparing this episode, I had to kind of put a lot of thought into why I would have said that. Because it's hard to connect with those, the, the kind of, the depth of those feelings without the doing that has ignited or has shown or has brought up those feelings. And where I got to with that was all around the story I told myself or tell myself and not having the self-discipline 
and drive to live that story, to do that story. So there's two points in that video I want to hit on. The first one around that is the no moon and rowing at night. Like this was a fucking nightmare. I like even now I, I remember it incredibly um, <laughs> negatively. So when I lost my steering, it meant I had to steer with the oars, right? When there was no moon, the visibility was literally about two meters, if not less, a meter and a half. Like it was pitch, pitch black. When you're steering with the oars, you have to see where you're placing them. You have to read the waves and you have to place it or try your best to place it in a decent position where you kind of get the meat of the um, oar head in the in the wave or in the water so you get some purchase you get some force production then down through the down through your body down the chain through the oar into the water and you propel yourself um to the best of your ability and and you know as we know that's um a huge driver of mine that every stroke is as close to um as good as it can be and and that's a real standard setter and standard bearer for me you know those actions it was really really difficult like i mean when the without any sort of light without having any visibility seeing the waves and placing the oar in a decent position was you know it was futile i wasn't it was once in 20 you might get it right and the other 19 you might miss the water you might get half a blade in quarter of a blade in um you might totally um crab it and then get a ricochet down what was happening was when you get it wrong you get a ricochet of the oar handle like down into your shin or into your quad or the worst one was when you'd whatever way the timing was between it all you'd get the kind of end of the handle the butt of the handle into the ribs you know that's incredibly frustrating and it was really frustrating rowing at night so when I was going out I was already I knew that I was already in a pretty weak position mentally and then I'd only from when I set that habit in um, of you know only lasting out there for 25 or 30 minutes um, and then that happened to me a few times and then crawling back into the cabin and just sleeping. That wasn't up to the story I was telling myself. I was telling myself I was, you know, a self-disciplined warrior and I would, no matter what happened, I would um, grind through it. And this wasn't happening. So that disconnect causes um, friction and discomfort in your um, mental state. And that's what was coming up. That's what was coming up um, from time to time because um, I wasn't um, adhering and living and doing the actions, the values um, that I um, believe I promote. And that's what came up the day before when I, you know, I talked about tracing back my thoughts and finding something that's what eventually came up. So this was an ongoing thing for me throughout this thing. I was constantly frustrated with myself. And the question to ask here is why? Why didn't I have the self-discipline to row into the night or to get through these moments where um, I took the easy decision? to crawl back into the cabin. What pushes us through those moments of excuses, of justifications, of doubt, of negativity? Well, what pushed me on day one? What pushed me through where two other guys weren't able to push through? Sorry, I think that's unfair actually to say on them, but what pushed me through anyway, what I know is it was purpose and then I knew how to control my mental state once I had awareness of it I knew what to do to be able to control what I could control and eventually that worked out positively for me with a helping hand from mother nature so am I saying I didn't have purpose not really I think I had the larger purpose but what I didn't have was anything more specific than rowing the Atlantic. I knew that I was, I'd get there. It, 
you know, there was no records been broken here. Like, I mean, I, I can't even use the excuse of losing my steering for that. Like, I, I wasn't on course for any records. And I think it was just, it was, there was, there was nothing bigger with more meaning pushing me past those tipping points where you have a decision to make. Um, and that against the easy and the hard, easy crawl into bed, hard stay on the oars where, you know, it's uncomfortable and it's dark, literally, um, and it's unrewarding, but, you know, you got to grind through it. And if I had have had something, I suppose, or if I was able to redirect my mind to something a bit more meaningful and purposeful and use that emotion, which is energy, um, then I I would have been able to push through those times but I, I just didn't have it. I didn't have it and I didn't have the self-discipline to do it. Um, and that, that disconnect um, would continue and would cause frustration. But someplace I was able to redirect my mind to something within my control and unearth some emotion that would serve me positively. So if the no moon and the consequences of that and been unable to deal with them were negative. Um, the consequences that they exposed to me and my dealing, my decisions around them were negative and ended up having a negative, um, frustrating effect. Somewhere where I chose differently and somehow that I chose differently turned out much positive with the affirmations or the mantras that I employed to stay on the oars. So you'll remember I talked, um, or sorry, something I said at the start of day 26's video was the challenge at the moment is to get on the oars, stay on the oars and get back on the oars. One of the solutions that, to that challenge that I came up with was um, integrating some affirmations or mantras or um, positive self-talk you might want to call them so I have or in my mental preparation for rowing the Atlantic and for any big endeavor I peak my mental training alongside my physical training and one of the components of my mental training is affirmations I find these um, very useful and something I can rely on in moments of real difficulty that I can uh, dredge up, employ, uh, work through the process and that can change my state. So basically an affirmation is a concise choice of positive words. And in my preparation for the Atlantic, I would have practiced numerous uh, affirmations um, over and over again through a three-step process, which is, you know, the, con choice, con the concise choice of positive words. Jeez, I'm struggling with that. The concise choice of positive words, so a sentence or a mantra, um, a clear visualization, a clear visualization of that concise choice of positive words, whatever it may, uh, is makeup may be, and then a corresponding feeling. So with that challenge of staying on the oars for those two hour blocks, this was something I called it a hack, um, which is a word I've kind of become more reluctant to use. I don't particularly like the word anymore, whereas back then, obviously, it was a bit more at the front of my awareness as something positive. But now I would see it as I don't know. The association I have built up with it now is um, is a little bit more negative like that. It's a shortcut. So I don't like that. But anyway, I called it a hack in this video. So that uh, concise choice, positive words, that affirmation, that sentence, that positive self-talk, whatever you want to call it, um, was able to, when you do those uh, three steps of an affirmation, they uh, infuse a lot of energy through the emotions that you connect with that you do you do more than connect with them you actually um you actually superimpose them on to so you choose the emotion you want to hit or the sentence chooses the emotion you want to hit and then you kind of superimpose them onto that so you 
direct them you will them onto that you connect them with that sentence those emotions and then that is um it is a state changer so to give you an example of that long-winded description i would have said to myself in my mental preparation i would have repped this out over and over again repetition 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 i would have said nothing will stop me rowing this ocean kept repeating that repeating that repeating that um, when you do that with these two other steps a clear visualization so the clear visualization could have been many things it could have been first person or third person um, it could have been um, you know from above from a drone from an airplane which is one that worked well and I'm, I know I mentioned it in, in another video down the line so I'll, I'll save that for then um, so it's just getting a different perspective on what you're doing in that moment or a clear perspective uh, and then it's about in uh, third step is about a corresponding feeling so the feeling i would have been looking for with those words are um, ones of strength and power and uh, perseverance and what that when you persevere like we've all persevered we've all had challenges in our life and some of them we've stepped up and some of them we haven't and when we have stepped up to them we have um we have got a rewarding feeling for persevering through that challenge because only you know i think i've said this before but only you know what you went through you know the the how hard it was and when you overcome that like nobody can take that away from you and that's a very um it's a very nice feeling it's a very um empowering feeling so that's using that feeling try and reconnect with that and in, infuse it into that sentence and when you get all those three steps right it just brings so much energy and change of state and perspective so that's what i was working on there and that was my solution to the challenge um you know coming back to what i talked about at start that stripped away experience it's only when you have you know, uh, a purposeful endeavor, something that's really important, and you push right into those edges and you're looking for solutions because the challenge is always going to be challenging. That's why it's a challenge. So you're looking for, when you get in there, you're looking for solutions. You look to the problems that challenge arise, that challenge throws up um, to get past them. And it's only in those states of the strip back, the clarity that uh, you may or may not see those and you know this was uh, day 26 was a um, a clear kind of well not clear but under analysis you can see that I was going through that process there and then and in one point of the day I had um, I had a negative I don't know what you want to say a negative outcome yeah and then on and then in another part of the day or in another challenging um issue that came up i had a much more positive outcome that i find is incredibly important it's fulfilling and it's empowering and the constant questioning was not to stop there in fact it was a um it was a regular bedfellow for the continuation of the crossing and it is a part of my internal conversation you know that's that is the wiring i have um or that is the way i have rewired my mind to think through my actions and through my drive and through the consequences of the lifestyle I live and I've chosen. So I question everything. Through an honest filter and that just became much more conscious and constant and prevalent on the ocean because all the distractions distractions of daily life were stripped away 
I didn't even have music. Well, I had a, a tiny bit of music, but I had to be really careful with the music was on the phone and the phone, the battery on the phone was obviously um, finite. And then the charging cable was um, flimsy, to say the least. And I had only one left and I really wanted to keep recording the video. So music became a, a real, real luxury and it basically ended up being... Um, uh, I suppose sidelined because it wasn't a priority so it was just me and in my own head and I swear to god I would have paid so much money for an off switch but we don't have that luxury you know you gotta face up to and you gotta you have no real choice but to um, confront what your mind is doing and what it's bringing up and mine I I believe that this is learnt this belief through all I, my life. I believe there is always more. It, it, that, like that in itself, there's always more within us, no matter what we're doing. Think you're functioning at maximum capacity? No, there's always more. There's always more because we will adapt from that. We will adapt. We will grow from the stimulus. There's always more. And that in itself is scary as fuck. I know from my experience of indoor rowing competitions where they are these very, very, very intense um, efforts over anywhere between a minute and a half and kind of six and a bit minutes um, and if you tell me the minute I get off one of them that there's always more the first and foremost thing I would say is fuck off there's no more but when I reflect when I analyse I realise there's always more because during that six minutes, are you telling me I couldn't have pulled a fraction harder on just one stroke? I could. And that is scary as fuck, but is also empowering. Because that's within your control. You can do something about that. You can eke out that extra little bit on that stroke. The power is in your hands. So I've wired my mind to think this way. Not through something like an affirmation. By pursuit of endeavors. By pursuit of maximizing my experience of life. By doing. By failing. By trying. By striving. By searching by living in these states kinesthetically through my body's experience of them and rewiring my mind and learning that there's always more. It's a beautiful, scary thought. Thankfully, I, I was able to get a little bit of respite from the questioning with a insight on day 27. Have a listen. Day 27. Groundhog Day. Um... The weather has been, the conditions and the weather have been really consistent the last, I don't know, um, three, four, five, six days. So so uh, all the days are kind of melting into one of each other, one another. Um, uh, along with that, it's a constant mental battle for me. Um, 
constantly asking myself, uh, am I putting in enough hours? Am I working hard enough? I had a realization today that I think if I was, even if I was able to row 23 and a half hours a day, I'd still be questioning myself. I think that's just me. That's just the place I'm at in my life that um, I've uh, cultivated these um, ultra high standards that uh, true being like that. And that's just the way I am now and I, I just question everything and I demand more all the time. Um, it's like that great cloak uh, off uh, um, Russian weightlifting uh, mantra. Uh, demand the impossible for maximum results. So yeah, um, that gave me a little bit of solace uh, from the constants, like I said, questioning and beating myself up a little bit um, you could always do more I think um, and I will I won't I won't give up the fight I'll keep churning and pulling on the oars as hard as I can right till the end but um, yeah maybe it's just going to be like that right till the end uh, got a text off Owen there earlier saying that um, Joe Rogan <laughs> retweeted uh, my page, my, I think my Facebook page. Um, so uh, yeah, that really uh, that really perked me up and these last few days when you're kind of searching for any form of uh, encouragement or um, or enthusiasm that uh, it's nice to hear something like that because uh, I have no idea you know what impact uh, my videos are having I hear it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty good but um, yeah when you hear uh, somebody who you really respect and uh, listen to all his podcasts that he's um, yeah he's he's retreated your uh, your Facebook page uh, it's pretty cool and uh, it gave me a, a nice pick me up this evening before I went back out in the oars and, and did a bit more. Uh, so uh, that was pretty cool, yeah. Um, that's about it. Like I said, Groundhog Day. Um, body's holding up okay. I'm fast running out of chamois uh, cream, which is uh, a worry. Um, because uh, yeah, your uh, your backside takes some uh, hammering uh, when you're sitting on it for you know uh, ten hours a day or so rowing. Uh, it gets wet and um, yeah, you get all sorts of welts and the chamois cream helps a lot. Gives it a little bit of um, uh, lubrication and a little bit of uh, protection. But uh, yeah, it's it's only day twenty seven, and I, I am I'm I'm struggling to find. Uh, I think I've won maybe two more pots. I don't know where the second one is. I need to really <laughs> turn the boat upside down. Um, and my hands are the other kind of ailment uh, on the body. Really, uh, they're kind of you know I'm gripping the oar so hard to turn and that that they're um, they're kind of getting a little bit uh all the joints on the fingers are getting really um, uh, stuck or not stuck but when I when I um, in the mornings when they're cold they're quite sore uh, until they get a bit of blood flow through them and, and just straightening them out actually uh, is fine but it's the other way when you're trying to do a full fist it's yeah it's, it's sore yeah and they're, and they're warm though so those are two things that are um, the hands aren't really concerned with the the, the arses without a doubt because uh, um, you know I'm not even halfway yet. Um, so for day twenty seven or just coming up to the night of day twenty seven, just quite a bit left in day twenty seven. But 
Um, I think I'm somewhere over 1100 uh, nautical miles now, so um, yeah, creeping close to halfway, which would be nice. Uh, hopefully, get there between before the uh, the end of the 30. All right, folks. So I found some solace from the constant questioning. I realized that that's just me. And I accepted it. I realized that no matter what I was doing, I am always going to be the questioner. I'm always going to be the driver. I'm going to be my own teacher. I'm going to be my own guide. That power is within us all. If we find something important enough, if we find a purpose or our purpose and something we are striving to achieve, striving to get better at and aligning all the tools and all the actions and all the experiences and all the learnings to make that happen. Then you can be all those things and it's tough. It's a tough relationship. You'll do your own fucking head in, but be it contradictory or not, you'll also live in a very contented state because you know deep down that you are doing everything in your power. You are ab absorbing all the failures and searching through them and taking the learnings to rebound and to come back. And if you fall again, you're going to do the same. It's not going to keep you down. You're not going to be led or manipulated by fear because you found something so important that you'll push past that emotion where most people stumble or retreat. Living in that place, no matter if one side of your brain is doing your head in, you live in a very peaceful existence. That's it for today's episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed the lessons, my learnings, my insights, my thoughts, my philosophies um, on my experiences. Uh, it was a little bit more that way inclined and there were not a lot of action, not a lot about talk about what went on, but there's plenty of things mentioned like... Um, that are going to come up in future episodes. You're going to be sick of hearing me uh, talk about uh, my arse and arse sores and my hands. And I actually did my best to avoid that. Uh, your backside takes some hammering line. <laughs> and, and, you know, didn't really want to be delving into that when I was mentioned lubrication a few words later. It just, you know, all sorts of connotations there. So um, pick it up next week on day 28. Um, any questions, as always, about this or previous or ocean rowing or adventures generally, um, just pop them to, uh, just get them to me. So social media is the best place. So we have uh, my personal Instagram is probably the social media I'm most active on, which is at ald, A-U-L-D underscore stock. And then we have the Instagram for this uh, podcast, which is deep underscore roots underscore podcast. So deep roots podcast. And then um, if you if you DM there, direct message there. Um, so, yeah, feel free. You can also go through my website, uh, DamienBrown.com. Uh, there's contact form there that will get to me um so yeah hope you're enjoying the series the story uh some of the the details uh down in the roots uh, excuse the pun of uh, my ocean rowing crossing if you'd like to support the best thing you can do and what we would be uh, i would be uh, much obliged and appreciative of is um if you can subscribe 
um, to the show on whatever kind of podcast channel or platform you get it on or follow whatever the applicable um, verb is there and our action is there and also if you could just leave a small review if uh, hopefully you find it some way positive you might leave a positive one either way that's you know up to you um and yeah that'd be great and don't and again feel free to to share it with anyone you know share it on your social medias if you think it's something worth sharing or if there's something in it for people um it's a great way to spread the word uh, for us you know like for you guys to do it kind of um you never know might pick up a listener here and there and you know it may just be something that they may get just one sentence i say in this whole series could trigger something really positive in them and you know that that is that is a big kind of mission of this thing you know to use my experiences so others can take something from them even if it's just um you know a little bit of of a vision on the emulation of doing stuff like this so that's it um look forward to next week and um keep striving for more from yourself cheers planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.